us, just dream us Broken lead us on the low Rolling weed up where they see us In that drop top beamer Feel like ODB Feeling OCD To the Heat Podcast. Yeah, welcome back, guys. Wow, exciting day yesterday, Super Bowl 54. Yep, one of the most exciting games in the last couple of years, in my opinion. Definitely better than last year's Super Bowl. Um, very, de- very defensive game last year, but yeah, definitely more exciting. One of the better games I've seen. Yeah. I'd say it was one of the better overall Super Bowls. Like, the game was good, the halftime show was great. I, I really liked that. I, All, I think the exciting. whole thing, everything about it was just like a good Super Bowl. Yeah, it was a very exciting game. The Chiefs won. Yep. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. And Mahomes. Reed. And Mahomes winning yeah. winning the Super Bowl MVP. I have a, yeah, I got the note here for Mahomes. He's the first ever player, or second ever player, to be named MVP and Super Bowl MVP in his first three seasons. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Like, And yeah. he, was, he was one that... Like who? Mitchell Trubinsky was drafted before him. So many guys were yeah. drafted before him, and he's turned out to be the best one. Yeah, the only other player before him to do that was Kurt Warner with the Rams. That was a long time ago. Yeah, that was that was I think like before I was born. Yeah. I think that was before I was born. I think it was in the nineties. Yeah, but yeah, it was an exciting game. I got a couple. I got a couple of notes here. It was very defensive in the first period. Uh, first period, first quarter. Uh, ballsy call at the end of the first quarter when they were like right in like the red zone. It was yeah. second one. And Andy Reid went for well, it. He went for it. One. Yeah. You gotta like. You gotta give him credit. That was a ballsy call by the goal line. And if you think of that, they that was a big confidence booster too. Like yeah. Mahomes didn't really have the best game in the first three quarters. The last quarter when he really came out. Yeah. But I mean, the first three, he was struggling through some interceptions, missed I a mean, lot of open passes. The second interception was kind of. It wasn't really his fault. That was Tyreek. That's Tyreek Hill's fault. Fumbling it a little bit. But I think he played pretty well. He had good runs. Yeah, no, he was. I don't think he was, like, up to his standard, but he was still okay. Oh, yeah, tough defense, though. Oh, yeah, Yeah. definitely. One of the best defenses. Yeah, that touchdown that got them the first one, that was a hell of a run. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he really saw. He really read the defense really well, saw, like, the splits in the defense. Oh, yeah. I give him a lot of credit for that. Uh, I said Garoppolo played pretty well. He played very well. His picks weren't great, but he did throw a lot more. And then the other two, like the other playoff yeah. games, yeah. I think it was because, like, obviously coming into the game, everybody was talking about the running, right? Everybody was talking about the run, the run, the run, and yeah, they came out and they yeah, kind of surprised. It surprised yeah. the Chiefs' defense thing because everybody kind of expected, yeah, just they're just gonna like ground and pound, run the whole game. But I mean, Garoppolo threw that more, and he actually yeah. played like I I kind of like said he wasn't gonna be that good the last podcast, but like he completely proved me wrong. He was throwing. Nice passes. Yeah, clean. Yeah, very clean. very clean. Getting like, getting it out of his hands super quick. Didn't really spend a lot of time in the pocket. Like, very, very good game by him. Yeah, I don't know how many completions he got, but he got 219 passing yards. A passing touchdown, but he had those two little picks there. But didn't Mahomes had two picks too, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He had uh, one that was bad, and then he had one that was kind, kind of, of the fumble yeah. by Hill. The yeah. one that was bad, he literally threw it at their middle linebacker. You see that? Yeah, that was threw a bad one. Right at him. I was like, I wow. I think he was under a lot of pressure, though, from that. He was. That defensive line. I felt bad for him. He got the pressure uh, the pressure on him. And then, yeah, and then I, I wrote again that he took another ballsy call, went for another fourth down at the 20 at the end of the second. Yeah. He went for it again. And, that, and I think looking at that, right, like if he didn't get those – they would have probably compl- lost. Yeah. They would have. That would have completely compl- different game. Oh yeah. Like if they didn't make those plays on fourth down, I think the 49ers would have like yeah. absolutely destroyed them. And it's. I think they scored on both of those drives. I'm pretty sure they, they did. Yeah, or they, they went for it. Yeah. I or think they at least so. they at least made it. But yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I put the 49ers defense was pretty solid on uh, the late drive there to kind of stop them and only give them up three. Yeah, they only gave them three at the end, yeah. Yeah, and then... Um, but then, then that last, very last run by Damian Williams, just that completely put the game away. Yeah, my God, yeah, that was so... F yeah. That I was, was shocked that he made that touchdown. Yeah. Like, really? Wow. That was like at the very end of the game. And see, it was funny, though, the third quarter when it was 20 to 10, when the 49ers were up, I'm like, okay, they got this. Like, there's no way they're going to blow this lead, but then... I guess yeah. Mahomes, like they say, like Mahomes magic, right? Then that just completely, like, <laughs> that just completely changed the game. Yeah, and, like, even George Kittle for the 49ers. Like, the 49ers offense wasn't totally there. I put George yeah. Kittle. He didn't play great. He took some costly penalties. The biggest one was that pass interference by the end of the second. Oh, yeah, that yeah, was he had a that big, big play, play, but yeah. it was a push. It, it was, was a, push. a push. Yeah, he pushed yeah, off. We are yeah. not fans of push on this podcast. No. Kyle Rudolph, you, yeah, you, you ruined the Saints season with that push. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. But see, no. then again, the, the so like it's so hard when you're playing the game and you have your arm out. It's like yeah. it's such a split second thing. It's, it's hard to hard. call it too. It's hard to it's call close. it too. It's a very close penalty to call. So it's I I give the refs sympathy. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it is hard to call. And it's happened so fast that like you really never know. Did he really push off? You can like we'll look at the replays, but then like yeah. it's hard to overturn a play when it's that close, right? Like we saw last night. What was it, the Chiefs? The Chiefs touchdown, right? Yeah, at the end. They didn't. There. They didn't it overturn was close. it. He it was. I. I think close. he was out of bounds, but you can't overturn a play that's that close. You can't do that in the, the yeah. big game like that. In the big game like that, yeah. You just think, like, what, 30, 40, 50 years ago, they didn't have instant replay. They just played. They just, they just played used it, the refs' yeah. eyes to look at everything, and then that's how yeah. it was. So I mean, it's hard to overturn a big touchdown that initial. I think kind of won them the game. If that didn't, if that got called back, I think it would have been a bit of a different game. Yeah. And Mahomes, like we mentioned before, he definitely really felt the pressure from the 49ers defense. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it was his first drive of the third. Um, he had he had a fumble. He recovered it, but then he eventually threw that first he pick. Threw, yeah, that was yeah. yeah. So, like, he, like, they came out really hot, and they were on top of him. And, like, he, oh, yeah, he was feeling it in the third. Oh, yeah, big was, time. Yeah, getting pressured. Uh, the 49ers D made big stops, and that's kind of what got the offense going for the 49ers they, yeah, they exactly got, they got good breaks and yeah they, they got ahead of them with a couple of scores yeah they got some three and outs so yeah i don't know yeah and it could have but uh, that game was very very like overall everything was close the offense was close both the chiefs defense played very well yeah Supr compared to like what i was surprised else was saying. yeah like they made big stops late in the game they played yeah. really well oh yeah the quarterbacks were all great Tyrion matthew Oh yeah, he's yeah Tyrion. Yeah, yeah Matthew, well, he's a safety, but yeah, like he played pretty great. Um, Richard Sherman had a good game. Yeah, on, he did. On the 49ers side, like even though they lost, he uh, he still played pretty well. I had to give the play of the game that I think I think we could both agree on was that 44 yard throw to Tyreek. Oh, Hill. that was and he yeah, he do you, have you watched the Gave replay? Him all the he there. burned the corner. Oh, yeah. He burned the defense just right through them and just like got wide open like what the guys trying i heard somewhere that he's gonna try for the olympic like the 100 yard dash oh, he totally could he's so fast he, i think they said he runs a 4.25 on the 100 yard like that's insane yeah he definitely could i could see it happening but uh but yeah like after that like it changed it swung the dynamic of the game and especially after that when kelsey had that like bomb and he got uh interfered with come on i, I can't remember what the guy's name was on the 49ers i think it's ward i don't know who ward is yeah, but I don't really know a lot of the names, but... But he, like, that's such a bad penalty to take, and it led to their touchdown that Kelsey caught. So it was like, come on. Like, you can't... Yeah, you can't... Yeah, take bad penalties like that. It cost you the game. It really yeah, does. Yeah, it did. And that, yeah, cause that swung the momentum, and they just ran away with it. Yeah, they really did. After that, yeah. It was too bad, because I had... I gambled a little bit on the game. Yeah. 
I got I got big on uh, Mahomes scoring the first touchdown of the game, running in. Like who who thinks that usually happens, right? I hey, was, me and you both said it at the same time. Though. When yeah. we were playing PS4 yesterday, I was like, yeah, like watch Mahomes. And then you're like, yeah, I think Mahomes yeah. too. So that was a big big gamble there, but it worked out. Yeah, I had another one that worked out where it was. Um, I thought the first and last score of the game would be field goals. I got the first one right, but the, the second, second one, one was a touchdown. The Damian Williams kind of ruined that. Yeah, that so uh, I didn't get that right, but um, it was cool. you got fifth, you got half of it right though. So I mean, yeah. that's pretty good still. Yeah, I got like. How much was it? Like three, I won like 300 bucks or something. Yeah, it was pretty good. You only I had a pretty good day. Yeah. yeah, but it was, a, it was a pretty good day. And uh, and yeah, like I, I put after that, the Chiefs just swung the game open. They scored 21 unanswered. Yeah. I think that's the first time in NFL history that's happened three times in a row. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I'm yeah. not totally That's a crazy sure. stat that would even have. Yeah, three games in a row to come back that far. But they always start off so bad. Like if you look at every single yeah. time against the Titans, they were creamed by the Titans. And then again, the well, actually, the pack when they played the Packers, no, they the San Fran, San Fran, no, they played the Titans that week. But before that, they played. Who did they play the week before? They that? played the week before. They played, but both games, anyways, they both just started off came terrible. Back, yeah, Houston, 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 yeah, they that just was came a hell back. of a game. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, they came back to but beat yeah. Houston and came back to beat Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, just, they the seem Super to Bowl. they seem to come alive third and fourth quarter. The first half yeah. is not never ever. A good time for the Chiefs, but they always find a way to come back. That's a good trade to have. That is, but I mean, yeah. they can also end Babs. What if that that comeback doesn't happen? Then yeah, you're just completely screwed. That is true. It is good to be a team that's uh, that's good for the whole game instead of just in the third and fourth. But hey, they they won the game because of it, and yeah, congratulations to the state of Kansas. They they haven't won a Super Bowl in oh, 50 oh. years. They, yeah, fi- yeah, they won Super Bowl four. That's the only Super oh, Bowl, and that was when they were crap. a Dallas. That's when they weren't even Kansas City. They were Dallas. The oh Dallas somethings. God. Oh my god, I felt I felt bad for that, for that like team base or the team base, the fan base and the team and yeah, so just a yeah. big one. Andy Reid's first ever Super Bowl win. Yeah, when, good. Yeah, good. When on the him. guys, he's one of the best coaches of all time in my opinion. Like yeah. even like they said last night, like, everybody oh, loves playing for him. Yeah, he's like crazy good. Like. So uh, yeah, so good for him. We were we were really happy for him to win. I'm not even a Chiefs fan. I'm a Mahomes fan for sure. So I have a Mahomes jersey. But um, but yeah, that was that was good to see for Andy. We were happy for. Yeah, him. I'm, I'm glad Kansas won. Like I picked 40, the 49ers to win, but I wanted Kansas to win. Like I, I'm not a big 49ers fan, but like I don't know, just yeah. like, I like Mahomes. He's just a good player. I like Andy Reid. I like Travis Kelsey. So my my question for you is, did you think that Mahomes deserved the MVP? Yes, the guy the guy know. carried them at the end. Who else I, was, who else deserved I put, it? I put Damian Williams as maybe contending mm. for it. Maybe Tyree Kill even. Yeah, but see, without Mahomes, they wouldn't have won that game. I don't. Yeah. Think. Have you threw like I don't know anybody else? I think yeah. I think definitely he was one of the like charging forces. But yeah, like Tyree Kill, he caught nine receptions for 105 yards. That's, That's pretty good. That was basically like a Julian Edelman from a couple years ago. Against the Falcons, right? Yeah, like er, against uh, somebody a couple years ago. Oh, it was against the, the Rams. He played really well. That was last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he played really well in that game. And then, um, yeah, Damian Williams got 104 rushing yards, 29 receiving yards, and he got a, two touchdowns, passing and re- yeah, rushing that's touchdowns. Yeah, that's a pretty monstrous game. Yeah, so he had a really good game as well. I, I, was thinking, s- I don't know if you saw us, but after the game, Damian Williams and Mostert from the 49ers, they both swapped jerseys, but they were both undrafted QBs yeah. playing, starting for each team um, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was that was really too bad. I put uh, Mostert to get the first touchdown for the 49ers. 
I would have won like who who did get the first touchdown for them? It was their fullback. Oh guy. yeah, number forty-four, Jusic or something. Yeah, like that? I, can't, I oh, can't say the name. I can't say the last name. It's some Polish. Yeah, some Euro- or European or something. Yeah, kind. something like it's that. It's like Jusic or something like that. But yeah. yeah, but yeah, he played really well, and uh, I didn't and even yeah. know who that guy was, and he actually had a good game. I was yeah, like, he Whoa. actually did have a really good game. I don't have his stats here, but, but he, he was, did have a very good game. And did you see that one play Mahomes like the Chiefs did, when they jumped and spun? Yeah, was the, yeah, it was the Chiefs, right? And then they, I think it snapped to the Kelsey, and then he tried yeah. to throw it. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that, yeah I've never seen that nice before. Plays. I saw one play where Debo Samuel got like a fake snap or something, and he like he was almost gonna like fake throw it, but then he saw like the lane was open, so he just ran and got I think a five yard five yard game. Or yeah, like but yeah, it he was, had a good game. Debo Samuel, he's yeah, a rookie. He, did he had have a good game. He had a big game. Yeah, I I used to have him in college fantasy. Oh really? Yeah, he was a good player. He is a good player. He's a hell of a player. He's gonna be a superstar someday. But uh, but yeah, like that's yeah. We we I think we covered a lot. Twelve minutes here, got a lot for the Super Bowl. Yeah, definitely, um, definitely one of my favorite games I've seen in a while. So yeah, and it was it definitely paid up like the hype and stuff. I didn't actually get to see that many of the commercials. Yeah, because in Canada we have CTV yeah. and they don't really play, they only play a few of them. But like most of the funny ones are like the Budweiser, like Bud Light. Yeah, I didn't ones. even see the Budweiser one. No. Yeah, I I saw that there was a few companies this year that like combined. Yeah. For, like joint like commercials, and I think that's like. To save money, right? And it's and it's also like just I don't know, it's kind of cool. Yeah, like I saw a few of them that were really cool. Like there was a t- uh, the tide was like like the guy oh the yeah stain. yeah that was funny. He was in so many different commercials. He saw he was in like a yeah. I think a Bud Light one. He was in a bunch of them. He was in a, a Wonder Woman ad. Oh, the I Wonder saw. Woman ad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw he was in that, and I was I he was, was in a bunch. Yeah, I really like. I can't remember what that guy's name is. He's in a couple movies though. Oh, uh, he's in Horrible he's, Bosses. Isn't yeah, he? yeah, he's pretty funny. He is funny. He is pretty funny. Um, but yeah, like it, I thought that was. But so I guess cool. I guess we could watch them on YouTube though. All look like the good commercials. Like Doritos usually has good ones. Doritos, yeah. like Doritos Budweiser, I love the Dorito one. Budweiser or Bud Light. Sorry, like all those like big American yeah. companies usually have like the funny ones. And actually, we released the new Diet Coke with caffeine or something. Yeah, the uh, yeah, yeah yeah It has extra caffeine or something like that. So the it's Jonah like, Hill and uh, oh, that's Scorsese. so that funny. One was that funny. was for the Diet Coke. I liked that one. Yeah, that, that was, was a good, good one. That was probably my favorite one. And also, Disney Plus revealed their first kind of. Trailers first for trailer Captain for, uh, Captain yeah. America and it was yeah the Captain America and the Winter Soldier Winter series. Soldier and it's kind of the Falcon the Falcon, Falcon. and but then there's he is Captain America now and then there's Loki yeah. there's the Loki one you got to see a little yeah. clip of and then and there's Wandavision Wandavision there's three or four of them in that one commercial yeah, yeah. I think uh, once I get my movie review pages uh, podcast going I can talk more about that yeah that, that, I'm pretty excited for that though even though that'll be good this, but Disney it looks Plus is really. I like it. Like I still have my account. A lot of people canceled it after they watched all the Mandalorian, but like I still yeah. have my account. And I still watch like, like the odd Star Wars movie here and there or yeah. whatever, like anything. Yep. And uh, in other news for the NFL, Commissioner Roger Goodell said that he will meet with Miles Garrett within the next sixty days to discuss his indefinite suspension. Yeah, I saw that. That's pretty big news. Um, I actually, saw this, I actually saw this. I actually saw this kind of parody of like the NFL awards, and <laughs> it said. Walter Payton Man of the Year, and they had a picture of Miles Garrett with him smashing the helmet over um, yeah. Mason Rudolph's head. Yeah, it was. Um, man, that was like that was like November now that that happened. That was a while ago. Yeah, that was, that was in November, I believe. So indefinite. Like, I wonder how long he'll be suspended for. Maybe even into the next season. Yeah, it we could. Don't know. Well, it said that he was even if they made the playoffs, he wasn't allowed to play in the playoffs. So I'm assuming yeah. it's continued to the next season. So yeah, I don't know. On uh, on some free agent news, uh, the Las Vegas now, the Las Vegas Raiders and the L.A. Chargers said that they would pursue Tom Brady if he did hit free agency. I think that's very interesting because 
I think the Chargers signing him would be stupid. I didn't need to rebuild. They have Philip Rivers yeah. for how long? The guy's also, he's what, 37, Well, 38. he's gone now. He's not even playing for them anymore. Yeah, he's gone. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're going yeah. from an old quarterback to an even older going quarterback. That makes yeah. no sense to me. That's stupid. And then the Raiders, like, the Raiders are in a rebuild. Why are I they going to sign Brady? I think maybe work for the Raiders, though, because like, like, you're who? in Las Vegas. You're trying to get more fans. Maybe yeah, get I more see, money out of it. I, I see. I, I see that part, but I don't see them winning many games. I mean, you have a old. He's good. I think Tom Brady will still. He's be good, really but good. I think he's a very system-oriented quarterback. Yeah, without uh, Belichick, it's gonna be Belichick, weird. Belichick, yeah, that will be weird. See, the one team I think would be a good team to sign him is the Titans. I think they're yeah. they get Brady with the, like their coach. It'd be very much like a Belichick Brady situation as with yeah. a different coach. Plus, he's got lo- like the Titans have loads of talent around them on the offensive side. Yeah, I think that they are going to re-sign Tanhill. Yeah, I would assume I so. so. I would but, assume uh, so. Yeah, we will see. And apparently, Tom Brady said um, he said that uh, he has been open-minded to the idea of free agency, and uh, yeah, like like there's multiple teams that are going to be expected to, you know, yeah, sign him or have uh, you know some interest. Yeah, have some interest in him. But yeah, th- that was like probably one of the biggest things about Sunday was uh, just like the free agents, right? Like it's it's going to be a hell of an off season. Yeah. Gives us more things to talk about. Yeah, well. exactly. I mean, the summer there's not much football to talk about, but now with all the free agents out, you can. There's definitely a f- like once a week I'd say we make an episode. There's gonna be at least kind of one free agent signing. Yeah, like a couple of news things here and yeah, there. Yeah, just some small stuff. Some quiet news out of Chicago. Mitchell Trubisky went uh, underwent shoulder injury on his non-throwing Surgery. shoulder. Yeah, so um, it'll be going into this next year. It'll be the last year of his contract. So he sucks. That's all I can yeah. say. About him. He sucks. <laughs> The guy is garbage. It's gonna be a make or break year for him this next season. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a big break. He's gonna. That's he's gonna, gonna have say. to play well. He's gonna have to play well, or he's out pretty much. But he's not gonna play well. I'm already telling you right now. <laughs> I'm not a negative person, but he sucks. I think if you get the right tools around him, maybe he can't throw the ball. Have you seen him throw a yeah. ball? I can throw a ball better than he can. <laughs> but he's terrible. I'll be. I'll be interested to see how it goes. I think that's like he's kind of one of the players because of like that news story. Of like it's his last year, you know, like he'll maybe a bigger story that like it'll be a bigger story. So like yeah, I think. But he'll see, be, uh, everybody thought the Bears make the playoffs last year, but when you have a quarterback who's as bad as Trubinsky, I don't think you're gonna go anywhere. Yeah, I feel like if like there's gonna be some Bears fans out there that are gonna throw some facts at, uh, at me. Maybe, maybe in like how, a, a comment section. Tell me how where where's their playoff appearance? Yeah, and a lot since they've had him. Look at Mahomes; he was drafted after Trubinsky, and He's look an at the absolute difference. Yeah. Savage of a player. Oh yeah, guys. I guess the only time is better than I. W- I'd rather have Marcus Mariota than Tr- Mitchell Trubisky. Wow, that's a bold claim. For hundred percent, I would Marcus, rather. Well, I mean, Marcus Mari- uh, Mariota, I think is he made it to the playoffs with them once. Developing. He made it to the playoffs once. Yeah, Trubisky doesn't has never has never even came close to making the playoffs. So, yeah, I think he's. I I'm not a fan of him at all. I think he's terrible. It'll be interesting to see though next year. I think that'll be yeah. the Bears' defense is very good, but they need to oh switch. Oh God, yeah. They need to change up the offense a little bit. This is really not working. Yeah, they got to go for some signings. Yeah, you never know. Maybe even sign like a imagine, like a Cam Newton. Imagine Tom maybe. Brady. Tom Brady oh and the Bears. God, that'd, be crazy. that'd be a good team. They've got receivers. I mean, that would work out for one year because you could bring them in, kind of coach Trubisky a little but bit. But then that's wasting a year of Trubisky's contract. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because then it's, what are they gonna do with him after that? It's kind of like the Jimmy G situation. Like well, I mean, maybe give him a one year extension so he's got two years. Yeah. You get the Brady coaching, and then with that next year, then you see how he executes that. Yeah, coaching. that could that could work too. That could right. work out. That definitely could work. I could see that. 
But yeah, on to uh, another sport here. I think this is going to be a new uh, segment we're going to kind of start here. The weekly scraps. Yeah. Weekly scraps. Talk about week, like fights around the sporting world, I guess. Yeah. May, it'll mainly be hockey, but still. Yeah, there, Yeah, like I, I got a note here for a basketball fight. But uh, yeah, number one to talk about, Battle of Alberta. <laughs> yeah, two, ga- wild. two games this week, Wednesday and Saturday night. Yeah, they were both crazy. So in uh, the second game, I think the bigger fight, Mike Smith. Just beating up Cam Talbot. All right, that was, and you, you see him like if you watch the game, you saw Mike Smith skate up to the middle of the rink and he kind of put his head on the stick, staring at. Cam yeah, Talbot. oh yeah. And Talbot came over. And Mike Smith just rocked. But Mike Smith is like, he's a tough guy. Like that he's guy's older. awesome though. He's, he's got. A, he's such a great. Oh guy. yeah, he's like he's got the old man old man strength. If you ever heard of that. Yeah, I think I think like he's just probably like a like a very good guy. Just off. Oh yeah. He seems very nice. Oh yeah, he's he he's a, a good, very good. And he's guy. Like, he's been a consistently good goalie in the league for like for his whole career. Yeah. Back in Arizona and now he was in Calgary. Calgary, he now was Ed- in Calgary. Now, now Edmonton. He's in Edmonton. But he actually yeah. started started his career in Tampa Bay, I believe. Arizona. He was in Arizona too. Yeah, or, the, yeah. I think he started. He started in yeah. Tampa. He went to Tampa, then Arizona, and yeah. then Calgary. Now Edmonton. Yeah, but yeah, he he played uh, he played good that game too. Actually, um, Mike uh, Mike Smith. Oh, oh yeah. Let him, like, three goals they won eight to three that game. Yeah. It was a crazy game. Yeah, it was an exciting fight, though. But I guess fight, though, before sure. that goalie fight happened, though, it was, you saw Tuchuk and something bear on on yeah, Edmonton. That was, yeah, that was in the fight, too. Yeah. Eddie, I think it was Ethan that was bear, Ethan bear. Eddie, Yeah, something like that. But yeah, Tuchuk rocked him. And yeah, then, that was a good fight. And then that kind of led on to... It was, like a, it was like a royal rumble going on the ice. Everybody yeah. was pushing and shoving. Then you had the Tuchuk fight. And then right after that ended, Cam Talbot skated up and Mike Smith just rocked yeah. him. And then earlier in that uh, earlier in the week in that second game, um, the first game, the, the first week. game, sorry, there was to Chuck and Cassian. Yeah, that was a good fight. Cassian of, beat uh, the shit out of him, but yeah, build up of uh, events. Obviously. And then also Sean Monahan got in his first career fight against yeah, Nugent Monaghan Hopkins. Yeah, against Nugent Hopkins. It was Nugent Hopkins' third ever fight and Monahan's first. Yeah. Yeah, and that was actually a decent fight for how both those guys are like more skilled players. Yeah, like they're known to be more skilled scorers. Mean, yeah. They're very like they're thinner, but yeah. it was a decent fight right in front of the bench and everything. It was a and good actually, fight. Yeah. If you saw the clip, it was of Cassian when Cassian skated off the ice after the fight with Tuchuk, Um Zach Ronaldo yeah. chirped at um, Cassian saying, "You're next." Yeah. So that'd be a pretty good fight. Two heavyweights going out. Zach Ronaldo is tough. Too bad that that didn't happen in that game. Yeah, imagine Cassian yeah. versus Ronaldo would be an unreal fight. Yeah, but I think we'll yeah we can uh, we'll be looking forward to that next matchup. I think it's April fourth. It's the last day of the yeah, season. It Leafs season. Leafs and Habs first game, and then Calgary and Edmonton. Yeah, that's gonna be an insane night. But the only problem with that is that's right before my exam start. That's two days before my first exam. So yeah, that kind of sucks. But hey, there's priorities, right? Hockey yeah. over school. Yeah, we'll go back to uh, the Battle of Alberta in just a little bit, but we had Marshan fight Nikolai Ehlers. That would be yeah, dummied Nikolai Ehlers. But Nikolai Ehlers kind of like it was a it wasn't super dirty, but it was a bit of a dirty. It was kind of a blindside hit. He kind of came yeah. out of behind him and kind of hit him. So I understand why Marshan was mad. Kind of got up and he like kind of like like kind of viciously fought him. Like he kind of threw himself at. Him. <laughs> yeah, it looked it kind of looked like when you're in like a playground. And there's like a like there's like a taller kid by like a foot, and then there's a short kid, yeah. and then like the kid is so angry at the tall kid that he ends up just beating him up. Yeah, but he's just yeah, all the all the adrenaline in you just like you just get yeah, pissed. Yeah, you right? just get going, and he oh yeah, like he he dummied him pretty good. It was a yeah, it was a good fight there, and uh, and then the last one we have here for the the scraps of the week, we have a basketball one here, Grizzlies and Knicks. That was a, that was a pretty. It was pretty physical. It was. Who it was, was, was really it? It was, J- it was more of a scrub. It was Jay Crowder, right? Yeah, Jay Crowder. And, and Alfred Payton. Yeah. Alfred, Jay Crowder was shooting a three, 
and Payne got didn't like it because they were down by like 15, 20 points. Yeah, and he pushed them. And the Knicks right? fucking sucked. Just saying. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> Payton came out of nowhere mid jump shot of Jay Crowder jump shot. Alfred Payne came out of nowhere and shoved him down like aggressive, pretty oh, yeah. pretty aggressively. I would have given him a flagrant and probably kicked him out for that. I think mm, did they give him a flagrant? I can't I remember. Think they did. I'm pretty sure they gave him. They a flagrant. they must have. He they, it was I, aggressive. I think for fighting they probably just kicked him out. Oh, it was aggressive. And you saw Marcus Morris. Oh yeah. He he's he's known around the league to be a bit of a jerk. And he was in it with Valanjunas. Valanjunas, ex-Raptors player. I would player. never want to fight He's Valanjunas. a big guy. They were both chirping each other for a good good minute or two before the refs kind of split them up. But, yeah, that was just a crazy scene. I mean, the Knicks, the Knicks don't – I don't know. There's about that franchise. There's one of those franchises that never wins. Ever. Yeah, they I suck. mean, they used to be. With they Patrick be Ewing a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, a long time but, ago. But, I mean, like, in the, since I've been alive. That poor city, though. Oh, man. New York is such a uh, – it's such a like a like a big city and but a like big market. The Knicks, the Knicks are terrible. The Rangers aren't really that great. The Giants suck. Like all their sports suck. teams are terrible. Yeah, the Jets Every got some promise. Yeah, the Jets, the Jets and the Yankees too, I guess. Yeah, and the Yankees. Oh my God, the Yankees are always stealing. Well, yeah, that's because they got property. all the money in the world to win. Yeah, but yeah, still, still not happy about Garrett Cole signing. But uh, oh yeah, know. that's some what are you gonna do? Right now? What are you gonna do? But uh, yeah, back to the Battle of Alberta. I got some notes here from the first game. Wasn't that hot off the start, like against the like aggression wise? No, it wasn't. It wasn't like like obviously like the fighting and stuff that eventually. Uh, but then know. again, I heard too that Tachuk on the first shift tried to fight Cassian. He called him out, but Cassian's like, "Don't worry, buddy. I think we're it's gonna the other go." Way around. I think that is no, no, no. Tachuk wanted to go right away. Yeah. And Cassian didn't. Was Cassian said? I watched the interview, and Cassian said like, "Yeah, Tachuk wanted was ready to go first shift." But I told him, yeah, don't worry, it's gonna happen. Just yeah, not right I now. Yeah, I do remember Cassian asking to Chuck, and then to Chuck saying no. Really? Later on, maybe it was. It might have. They might both. I think they both. They both said it'll happen eventually, but just yeah, not right and now. And then it did. Um, I believe I, it was the second period. I think it happened. Yeah, I wrote an interesting note in the first that to Chuck almost scored, and like imagine what like that Oilers crowd would have thought if Matthew to Chuck scored the first goal of the game. Oh yeah, they like, that would have pissed them off. That would have been so. I kind of wish that that happened because that would have been really, uh, really fun to see. And then, yeah, then they eventually sorted it. It was near the end of the first, sorry, near the end of the first, and that was when uh, the Nugent Hopkins fight. Yeah, as with well. Monahan. The end of the first, yeah, yeah, right in the first. It was an exciting first period there. That just, those the both those one. games were just entertaining the entire sixty minutes. Just yeah. insane. It was a very back and forth, uh, back and forth second period. The Oilers picked up the play, capitalized on some bad penalties. And uh, and yeah, I'm pretty sure it was it was a tight game that first game. Oh yeah, Very big tight. time. Went to shootout, and then uh, we got a controversial thing in that shootout with uh, David Riddich poke checking. Yeah, dry bat flip, bat flip. Oh the stick. oh yeah, but he poke checked dry settle and bat flipped. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, dry settle was not too happy. But about then again, that. it's a high emotion game. Like you can't really control yourself that well during like that moment. So I mean. It's not a. I don't think it's a big, big deal, but because I think too, if Cal, if Edmonton won, they something like that would have happened anyways. So yeah, and uh, yeah, like it was an exciting game, and then that leads us obviously into game two, the more exciting one on Saturday. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. That was a beatdown though by Edmonton. Yeah, it it started off close. The Oilers started in the first with two kind of quick goals that just shredded. The, the oh yeah. Deep. Like, just shredded their defense. And the deep. Flames are known for good defense. Yeah. Like, Giordano, you got... Um, TJ Brody. Yeah, they did have Dougie. But Dougie's out. Noah Hannafin. Or, yeah, sorry. They Dougie yeah, for Noah Hannafin. Yeah, so they have Noah Hannafin. Yeah. Noah Hannafin's pretty good. He's supposed to be a good... Uh, good young guy. Good young guy. A lot of potential there. Um, yeah, like, uh, eventually, the, like, the Flames kind of got some chances, and they caught the uh, Oilers off guard there. But then the Oilers, 
they caught momentum and and they just burned them with four straight goals. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like it was like I think it was like three to one. Then it got to like four to three, and then they just burned them. They just burned them. Yeah. And then uh, like when it was six to three, I think is when all the the crap started. Oh yeah. That's the when people got yeah, all like the emotions came out. And people were getting pissed at each other. Big lots of little scraps in the corner after plays. Oh just yeah. Little things, right? It was yeah. It was a very scrappy fight. And that but, ultimately uh, led to that like very rare goalie fight. That doesn't yeah, happen that too often. Yeah. That never happens. No, very rare. I don't know when the last goalie fight was before that. I can't even think of what it, who it was. Who was yeah, even in it? I remember there was a. Austin goalie? Maybe Rask? Maybe yeah, it was Rask. Maybe Rask. I think it was Rask. Rask did Who get in the fight. did Rask fight last? I can't maybe remember. Corey Crawford? I don't know. It might have been Corey Crawford. I, I, I could be saying something completely wrong. But I, I remember uh, Visa Tuskala for the oh, Leafs. Yeah. He fought a long time ago. Oh, long, yeah. long, like long, long time ago. Probably 15 years ago. Yeah, that was yeah. like that was a long time ago. That was when he was early, I think, in his Leaf days. He got into a fight. Yeah. And yeah. There used, to be, there used to be more popular, but not anymore. Yeah. On to some NHL draft news. Actually, speaking of the draft. Last week. Oh, yeah, by an accident. I thought it was an NHL draft has the boat, but it's actually the NFL draft. I, I, I thought it was the NFL, but you seem pretty yeah, sure. I, I, I could have sworn. You. I could have sworn. It was on TSN, so like, I kind of like yeah. associate TSN with hockey. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, oh, it must have been the NHL. But TSN doesn't talk about the NFL that often. So Yeah. So, yeah, that was, that was a little. It's actually the NFL draft with the boat, not the NHL. Yeah. Draft. But, yeah, for some NHL uh, draft news, I don't know if this will hit his stock at all, but I don't know if you heard about this. Alexis Lafreniere suspended three games for a hit to the head of uh, an, an, an opposing player. I did not hear about did you that. Hear about this? Did not hear about it that. It was it was quite a dirty hit. I I thought it was wow. it was kind of like one of those like where the guy's turning and, he and his head's kind of comes exposed. With the elbow a little bit. And he oh yeah he gave him his shoulder. It it looked pretty vicious. Um, wow, it's I'm shocked. Of, yeah, kind of a slap on the wrist. Three games. I think for a guy like Lafreniere, he's got to probably. I didn't realize. Doing this. I didn't think he was a dirty player. Yeah. Well, I mean, he he's pretty physical. He played really physical in the world. But he wasn't dirty. Yeah, he wasn't that dirty. But this, yeah, this was pretty dirty. Wow, I didn't realize he was like that. Dirty clip. I wonder and, uh, if teams will kind of look at that and be like, mm, "Do we really want this guy?" Yeah, well, like that's yeah. That's. I think I don't think it'll affect it that much, but I think it'll definitely be a consideration when they're picking. They're like, "Do I want like this type of player? This type of team. player is kind of tough to control. These type of guys, but like." Yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. I think the league was kind of giving him a slap on the wrist for that. But like he's still young, so there's time to change that attitude. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, only three games. I think. I think if I showed you the hit, it could well, probably maybe five, be five. Six. Yeah. yeah, it's a pretty vicious hit. So I was surprised. And especially now like today too, with NHL with all these new safety rules, it's like, do you really want like a guy that will do that? Yeah, like there's already enough dirty guys like Matthew Chuck and Brayshaw, both are dickheads. Just yeah, saying, but. Like, you already have two guys like that. Like, do you really want to add? Like, well, even though he's going to get drafted anyways, but it's just like you're adding another guy like that into the league. Yeah. So I think that that was kind of questioning his draft stock, uh, draft stake there or whatever. There, like, I uh, really think. Um, he's going to be good. I still I think, think he'll, he'll be number be one. I think he'll be good. number one pick. Yeah. Going uh, to the Detroit. Back to uh, the Oilers. Zach Cassian signing a four year extension worth 12.8 mil. Pretty good. That pretty is good a deal. That is a good deal. I think it's a little bit of an overpayment for us, like Zach Cassian. He's been better. He's not a big point producer. He's more of like the, he's almost like Physical. an enfor- he's an enforcer. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think four years. I think I think you'll get like I think you'll get your money's worth in those first two years. But he's gonna tail but off soon. Sooner than later, he's gonna tail third off. Third and fourth year, I think, are gonna be a little bit tough. But it's see, better than the, like the Milan Lucic deal. I oh think. yeah. Oh, for sure. Milan Lucic is terrible. But yeah. See, I think when you got a guy like McDavid and Dressel on the team, you kind of want a tough guy around them. Yeah. And he's still not a t- bad he's not player. Not a bad player. He's, he's okay. Pretty good. 
He's been having a good year. I don't know exactly. But he's how many good. He's, he's good to have around McDavid and Dressel. You got two like, yeah. top end players, top two in points. Yeah. I mean, you want to have a guy like that who can still play and. He's not like Matt be Martin. Able, yeah. Matt Martin could only enforce. He couldn't score a goal. But yeah, Cassian yeah. still has some skill in there. He's a guy that maybe like the Leafs could have. Uh, yeah, be have around Matthews and Martin. Physical, could, could you know, Seems contribute some like The Leafs need that. To, for the Leafs to win a cup, I really believe they need a tough guy. Yeah. They don't really have. Yeah. But Tavares can hold his own, but Matthews and Martin, I don't think they can really hold their own. Matthews is so big, but he won't stick up for players, which is too bad because he really could. He's huge. Yeah, he's bigger. Tavares will stick up for players, but Matthews, I don't think will. Yeah, in uh, in other contract talks here, the Penguins, my guys, they extended Marcus uh, Peterson, Pedersen, uh, to a five-year, twenty twenty point one million dollar deal. I think it was. He's a defenseman, good. right? Yeah, he's a younger guy. He's pretty good for them. He's not like a superstar. There must be or some anything. potential or something they see in him, though. Oh yeah, that's, he's that's pretty a pretty young. That's not a bad contract. It's about four five four million a year. Yeah, five years. Like it's not that bad for him. Especially if you're kind of grooming him to take over that like Latang spot, uh, I think. But they also have John Marino, who's pretty young. He's looking yeah, like he's he really pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, he's another guy that they they should look at extending now because like that's a big thing in the, in like the NHL right now, like extending guys young. See, that's what they do though. Because in the NBA, just think of how many like different like yeah. teams t- players play for. But in the NHL, usually when you're on one team, you stick with that team. Yeah, and like those extensions, right? Like when they get into like their 25, 26 year old range and they're free agent they're signing like huge deals right like they're huge like yeah like the big big contracts that you see today so yeah it's definitely i think cheaper for them in the long run to do these deals like imagine how this works out if like this guy gets groomed to be letang and he gets like 90 points that'd work out insane incredibly well And he gets like what like like you said like four million a year year or something like that like imagine that that's a great contract incredible for the penguins but uh, but yeah, like that would be super lucky. Um, kind of not really contract talks, but Dustin Bufflin not likely to return this season. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of still a little bit confused about that whole situation. It's very, like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, it's an, why? It's kind of like an injury. I think it's an injury, and I think because of the NHLPA and how everything is going, I don't think he's loving the rule changes. Yeah, I don't think he is either. I think he's not really happy with the NHL, and I think he's just yeah. Like I think he's just refusing to play. He doesn't. I think it's. It's kind of like what happened with uh, Gronk, right? Like he just oh, yeah. lost the love of the game. Yeah, that's which is really unfortunate because uh, we love Dustin Bufflin. Oh yeah, Dustin Bufflin's fun to Big watch. Big man, yeah. He hits, he crushes people. Yeah, he's uh, he's so much fun to watch. Oh, he's a, and he's a good player too. Like he's he actually gets a lot of points. Yeah, like he can get points. He can score too. Yeah, so it's really too bad because uh, yeah, like we we both like Dust and. Uh, Big buff, and we uh, yeah we hope that he comes back eventually. Maybe maybe not for the Jets, but maybe maybe the Leafs. Yeah, hopefully that that'd be, be a big signing. That if would the Leafs, be a big signing. If the Leafs could pull him, I think that'd make us. That'd a, be pretty good. That'd be a contending team. Yeah. Oh my goodness. The Leafs. That the Leafs need. That? that was like a food burp or something. <laughs> oh but, uh, yeah, I can smell it from here. Jesus. But the Leafs, the Leafs need defensemen and they need a tough guy. So he's the perfect package that yeah. the Leafs would need. Funny that you're ta- that you're talking defensemen here because the the Leafs have been in the talks of expressing interest with Matt Dumba. I think I think that's a good good move if they do get him. Like he's yeah, pretty young. He's having a down year, but he's had seasons with over sixty points. I'm pretty sure, or yeah. at least in the fifties. So I mean, if you add him in there with Morgan Riley, Jake Muzzin, and Tyson Berry, that's an unreal top four. Yeah, I put that he's having the worst season of his young career. He's only got 16 points through 50 games, far from his 50-point campaign. Yeah, 50 points, yeah. Uh, in 2017, 2018, he uh, had a 57-point pace last year before he tore 
his pectoral muscle at the end of the season after only 32 games in like the right side of the Toronto's D, right? Like they only got uh, Tyson Berry, Justin Hall, and Cody CC, and Hall is the only one that's not a free agent. Yeah, that's the pro. This, that's uh, a bit of an issue after this season. So I think Matt I Dumba. Think interesting. I think if they trade for, I think they should trade for him. But if they do, I strongly think I'll give him a big boost. Yeah, because Cody CC, like the guy, could be terrible him as well. I think so too. I mean, he's playing on Minnesota. Minnesota's not a strong team. Yeah, like they're okay. Like they're actually not doing bad in like the standings, but like yeah. they don't score a lot of goals. So I mean, when you have that yeah. next with a defenseman, it's not going to go well. Yeah. But if you add him on the Leafs, who are who've got loss of offensive skill, I think that would turn his season around like a full th- a full. He'd do a full three sixty for his season. Yeah, like I I kind of like that move. I think that that would really help out the Leafs. And yeah, like I think he'd be pretty popular here. Oh, I, I would love to, I would love to see him play on the Leafs for yeah. sure. I would love to see that. Or even, honestly, I think the Leafs, no matter what happens, they need to sign a defenseman this offseason. They do, yeah. Not offseason, sorry, this, like the trade deadline. Yeah, it's the trade deadline trade for But, a like, guy. who else is even available? Other than Dumba, I'm trying to think, who else would even maybe be available? I think, like, they're maybe going to be looking at, like, maybe just rentals, like guys that are maybe yeah. going to be one year and then they're But they have to look agents, at, like, maybe. teams that have, like, that are going to make the playoffs. Right? I think the one thing they should do right now is extend Tyson Berry. I think that's the first thing they should do before they Oh, I think so, too. He had a bad start, but, I mean, as soon as, they, as, soon yeah. as Keith came in, he was, he's, been, su- it out. he's yeah. been very good. Yeah. Like, like, he's turned up to the player that we, like, thought he'd be. Yeah. Got some Habs news here. Um, yes, Barry Kotkanemi was sent down to the AHL affiliate. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he's only got six. And points. he was he was drafted in the top five, yeah. wasn't he? Wasn't he number three? I think so. And he was he was a guy that people talked about for being a future star. And he's he's had cards in even like NHL twenty where he's a young star. Yeah. Right. And he's only got like six. But points then again, here. Montreal. To me too, they're not a big. They're, they're struggling. not. They're struggling. They're not a big offensive team right now. Like they don't really have any stars yeah. other than him. On the offense, uh, maybe Max Domi, but other than that, Max Domi's sick. Philip Deneau's had a good season, but other than that, who yeah. else? Gallagher, like. And I think that the AHL will kind of help him out, you know, get up his confidence a little bit. Yeah, but I think too, like some guys take longer to develop than others. That's all it is. I think that's yeah. what it comes down to. Some guys won't, like yeah, McDavid was an instant impact, Matthews instant impact, but some guys yeah. just aren't like that. Like look at Rasmus Sandin on the Leafs. He was a first round pick who's got Long lots of potential. Ago, yeah. Was it four years ago, three years ago? Yeah. And he's just starting to play. So maybe give. It was like 2015. Yeah, I think it was yeah. four, three, four years ago. It was at least three years ago. Yeah, and I think with Kodkinemi, the way he plays, and he's kind of lanky. Yeah, he's very thin. I could see him kind of getting into the role of like a Mark Shifley. Yeah. Or, of like or even Mitch Marner. He's almost like he's like the same size Mitch as Mitch Marner. Marner. Yeah. I think if he grows a little bit more, he could obviously be kind of more physical like Mark Shifley or even like. Like, uh, oh, man, who's another tall guy I'm thinking of right now? Just like a bigger guy, more physical. Maybe if he bulks up, maybe yeah, he's like, like he's, Ryan gets. He's got to pack on about 30 pounds, though. Yeah. At l- minimum. He, I think he only weighs 150 pounds, 160 pounds. Like, I weigh more than he does. Yeah. Yeah, but he's he's a hell of a player for uh, the Habs, and uh, hopefully he gets better. Hopefully he uh, gets on the right track. Yeah, I hope so, too. Like, like I'm, I hate Montreal. Obviously, I'm a Toronto fan, but... I do think he's a good. He's gonna be a good player, like in years to come. Yeah. Some unfortunate news we have: Thomas Hurdle. Oh yeah. Out for the season with a torn ACL and an MCL. The Sharks are already struggling. And he's like, uh, he's one of their only bright spots. Him and yeah. Evander Kane, really. 
Yeah, they're uh, they're twenty two, twenty six, and four. That's sixth place in the division. And I kind of thought they'd be a playoff team this year. Oh yeah, like they're always aimed to be a playoff team. Yeah, they're always a good team. Like Evander Kane, Lo- Logan Couture has struggled big time this year. I think Couture struggled. I think Carlson is struggling. Brad Burns isn't as good Brett as he Burns usually is. is. I think he's doing okay. He's doing good, but he's not like yeah, the elite he's not level number one that he usually is. Yeah, he's, he's usually not number one. But he had over eighty points last year. I'm pretty sure. I think so. Yeah, at least in the seventies. But this year, I think he's maybe projected to maybe hit like in the fifties. I think. Well, I don't know. Maybe 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 sixties. Let me look right now. Seventies. But um. But yeah, like that's really too bad for a Sharks team that's struggling right now. Oh yeah. It's uh yeah. It's really just it's really too bad. We uh, I'd say that I'm I'm a pretty avid Sharks fan. I I like the Sharks. I, I do like, like the, the Sharks. I like the jerseys a lot. Love the environment there and like. Especially in Chell, like making like a shark themed team using some of like the stuff, like the props they stuff, in, the props and stuff that they got. Fun, fun. Yeah, they definitely have one of the better logos in the league too. Yeah. Can we pull up Brett Burns's stats? See what they find them. Yeah, but yeah, like it's 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 kind of wondering, right? Like with all the coaching changes, I don't know. Did they just change their coach? No. Or they they had, Vegas uh, signed somebody from San Jose. Yeah, the coach that they had when they made that cup run, but I think that yeah. they just hired somebody. Maybe last year, I don't know the guy's name. Okay, Burns has thirty three points right now, so I believe that put him at a pace of about sixty four somewhere. Yeah, there. they're over. They've already played over half their game. So, yeah, but yeah, like on to our last point here for uh, for hockey news: Alex Ovechkin passing Mark Messier. Um, for the all-time goal list, he is 695 as of this podcast. I've heard people talk like if he keeps like the 40 goal pace a year, he yeah. could be number one by the end of his career. If he plays, he's about 40. I think he will. I think he will for sure. I mean, like where he scores from, you don't have to be like super super fit. agile and fit. You can kind of see the stands there, and he just gets the puck fed to him. He has such a good shot. Yeah, I think as age. As you get older, your shot doesn't get any weaker. I think it's the same same shot. He's having uh, like a really good season, and like he's been, he's still been pretty good. Like even not just shooting from that spot, but like he's been everywhere. Yeah, he's, tips, he's a great plays. great player. He's got eleven goals in the last five games for the uh, the Caps. Like that's freaking ridiculous. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's still one of the best. Play- he's still an elite player, even though he's like what? Oh, he's yeah. in his thirties. So I mean, him and Crosby are both still in NHL rank, like 92, 93. Oh, yeah, they're both great players. Like they're still ranked really but Ovechkin, high. I think, in my opinion, is probably the best goal scorer of all time. Like, you have, we have not seen a guy like him. Ever. Ever. Yeah. With the shot, like, oh, it's an, it's unreal. Yeah. But, yeah, we, we covered a lot of hockey there. That was, uh, it was a fun week for hockey. Good for week. Sure. Leafs, Leafs back in the playoff spot. They play Florida tonight, which is a big game. If Florida wins, they, they yeah. take the spot back. But if we win, that gives us a four-point lead, which is a pretty comfortable lead. Yeah, I so kind of I mean, hope that the Leafs make the playoffs. I really hope the Leafs win to him. I'm definitely watching that while I'm in class tonight. Yeah, I think I, I'll probably watch the game too. Should be a good game. They probably. got a couple. They got four games this week. They play Florida tonight, New York Wednesday, Anaheim Friday, which you're going to yeah, the game. Yeah, I'm going to the Ducks game. That should be a And good I think one. Saturday we play Ottawa again. I could be wrong, though. Yeah. Could be wrong. I'm not, uh, I'm not totally sure, but uh, on to some basketball news here. We had Kobe Bryant tributes all week. Yeah, at the Lakers game on Friday against Portland, they had two empty seats with a Kobe jersey on one and a Gigi jersey on the other, and they had like roses on the seats just to like you know yeah. what I mean. It's like they're at the they're they're in the game, like they're in the fans' presence almost. Yeah, and uh, I thought it was a really nice touch that like the Clippers they usually cover. Oh yeah, the all LA, the uh, or the the Lakers stuff. 
um, like the banners and stuff when they when they play, and and they left uh, Kobe Bryant's jersey up for. And they had the spotlight on it too. Yeah, and they had the spotlights on it. So, uh, so yeah, that was that was nice of them to do. But we yeah we saw tributes from late night hosts Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel. Oh yeah, all around like the like the media like all around the world, the world NHL everywhere. games everywhere. Everywhere you yeah. look. I, I had to give a credit to Jimmy Kimmel. He made his entire show, Kobe Bryant interviews. That's super, super generous of him. Super nice of him to do that. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Like that's. Yeah. Like it's. It's still super sad. Super. Super hard to believe. Yeah. I still don't really believe it. But. Yeah. But uh, you know, we all gotta you know keep moving on and keep yeah, like obviously when people pass they don't want you to kind of mourn that that much right. Yeah. Exactly. Way to kind of truck on and uh, and keep moving on, but uh. Yeah, for the Raptors, they had a pretty good week. They won. I think we're at, we have eleven wins in a yeah, row right now, which is unreal. And everybody doubted us before the season, but we're really proving everybody wrong. Yeah, last night Terrence Davis got a career high thirty-one points against uh, the, Bulls. the Bulls. Yeah, so they they tied their team record with eleven straight wins. One more. And I don't know. I, let record. me look who they're playing next, but I believe it's a team that's not that good. Yeah, I would I would kind of expect them to beat the Bulls. The Bulls aren't that good. No, but I mean they've beaten they beat the Sixers over this win streak. The Spurs they've been some good the teams. Celtics didn't they beat the Celtics? I believe so. Yeah. Oh, we play the Pacers on Wednesday actually. Okay, there that's that'll be a good. The game. Pacers are a good team, so I mean yeah. this will be a very close game. Yeah, like I'm I'm excited just to go and you know kind of watch. I think I'm gonna probably start watching these games here because. A lot of the lower end guys that nobody's heard, of, like Terrence Davis, I've never and Boucher heard of him. and um, Rondé Holly Hollis. Yeah. Well, I believe Ter- I could be wrong, but I believe Terrence Davis came from the Raptors 905, which is their G League affiliate. Yeah. So I mean, and same with Boucher. I know Boucher for a fact came from the G League. Yeah. But yeah, there's some guys, Rondé Hollis Jefferson, who he signed from the Nets. He's really became the stud on the bench, I guess. Like he's coming off the bench, scoring 15 points a game. I yeah. Believe. Like crazy stats yeah and i think that the raptors they're they're gonna keep surprising people and that's why like i don't doubt that they could win it again this year they could win it all they this year. could but i don't I don't think so but i i think the bucks the bucks are we're second in the east right now but the bucks are ahead by like eight, i think like six games still so yeah the bucks are unreal john santos kumpo probably get, i think he's gonna win mvp again this year he's been probably. crazy good that guy's an animal yeah super lanky super strong he can shoot like the guy's just all yeah. around an unreal yeah. player Earlier in the week, uh, speaking of the Raptors, still uh, Kyle Lowry became the Raptors franchise leader in assists, and he de- he deserves it. Like he's basically been here his whole career. He p- he started off in Houston, played like a few years there, but I mean he's been the Raptors like the Big Raptors, the face of the franchise for a while. Yeah, and I think uh, like when he retires, they definitely got to retire his number. Oh yeah, they have. I to. don't doubt that. They and actually, if you saw Villanova, where he played college ball, they retired his jersey at Villanova. Yeah. So that's pretty crazy. He's had a pretty good year this year. Yeah, like good for him. He's he's such a nice guy. Yeah, a good player. Very nice kid. He's and also he's an all star reserve too. So I mean he's had a pretty eventful yeah. month. He deserves it though. Like he's still I think he's averaging about like above fifteen points a game, averaging probably close to eight assists a game. So I mean he's playing very, very well. Yeah. I realize every time that like I like like that you talk, I say yeah. Yeah, so yeah, me I bet t- yeah, me for too. The listeners, that gets so annoying. I can imagine that gets. Yeah, really I annoying. I do it too though. I think it's just like I don't know. It's just yeah. It's just bas- it's 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 kind of like letting the person that like you're talking. You're to listening. You're listening. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean everybody does it, so. Yeah, I think you just don't really notice it until you're doing a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, speaking of all stars, Damian Lillard oh, on man. fire right now. Last five or six games, he's been averaging, I believe it's forty forty eight points and, and ten and a half ten and a half assists a game. He's averaging a double double. 
But like a cr- like that's a, ten, that's last, an insane double games, double though. Named, yeah, that's a forty. Almost a triple double too. The rebounds are in the sevens, I think. Yeah, I think it's sevens. So uh, yeah, yeah un- unreal. I watched that game against the Lakers on Friday, and they the port the Trailblazers won. Yeah. But he had four. I believe he had forty-seven points. Yeah. Like that's like, un- unreal. Like the guy is insane. I think if he uh, like if he gets more of a supporting cast out there, they could win championships. Well, I mean. They have McCollum, they have Whiteside, they have Mello now. So, I mean, what else do you really... They're, they're not even... better, yeah. They're, like, 10th in the West, 9th in the West. They're not even a playoff spot right now. Yeah, like, that's Which surprising. is a shocker to me. That's surprising. And, like, I think Lillard, like, for the longest time, he's kind of been a top 10 guy, but not a top 5 guy. He, I think right now, this year, he's the best point guard in the league. I think he's top 3, even. Point yeah, guard? Like, like oh, player? player. Oh, Overall, yeah. Overall, like, I think you're, you have the yeah, he'd be in there. LeBron and Giannis. Oh yeah, like Luka Doncic too. He's been Luka unreal. Luka Doncic is pretty good. Oh my god. Yeah, it's tough though to name the top three players. Every player is good at different things. That's the only problem. But yeah, yeah I, I would consider him top three right now. I think right now he's been, he's the best point guard in the league. Yeah, like I don't even watch that much basketball, but like when there's th- a guy that's this hot, like you have to take notice. And right? you want to watch it. Like it's like it's entertaining to watch. Yeah, but onto some trade news for basketball. Clint, Co- Clint, uh, Clint Capella? Clint, yeah. Yeah, Clint Capella. Um, he's been in uh, some trade talks. Uh, the Houston Rockets have been talking to a few other Eastern Conference teams involving the center. And uh, and I believe the Hawks are uh, the leaders. I'm a little bit, I'm kind of confused about this whole thing. The Rockets are a playoff team. They're a contending team. Why are you going to get rid of like a star center like Capella? I yeah. don't understand. You got Westbrook and Harden. Like, do you not think you need a good center? Like, I don't even know who their backup is. I couldn't even tell you their backup. Well, like is. that's what I was thinking. Like, maybe like are they developing a good back? Like, or their backup maybe being a young good center. Yeah, but it's like, or are you just doing like a one for one, getting somebody different, getting somebody better, maybe adding mm, some picks? I don't see. It. I don't know, but they're not trying to rebuild. I mean, they have Westbrook and Harden. Why would you want to rebuild? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, I like every and Capella time I makes play, the big um, three, so I don't know. Yeah, every time I play two K, I um like like in two K twenty, my guy was drafted by uh, the Rockets. And like he's he's good like like Capella is really good he's that, he's like, athletic too like not many centers are as fast as he is like yeah. he's a pretty quick guy and like that's literally to the point that like I know basketball I only know guys from like two K oh yeah like that's it like that's and and he's really good in two K and he's he's very good like like around like the basket obviously and he's a big rebounder big rebounder oh, yeah. guy and you can throw him lobs too for the alley oops like, I think he's I'm I'm just still kind of confused about the whole thing of like as to like why they would trade him. Because, like, it's, I don't know, I just, it just doesn't, doesn't make sense to me at all. Like, not at all. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it'll be interesting to see how the Rockets, as, like, especially with that dynamic with Westbrook and Harden. Like, I don't know how that's been doing. How, how has that been doing? It has, it's been, at first, it was tough for them. Here, I'll, I'll look at their standings. But it's, it was tough for them at the beginning just because they're both very ball hog type yeah. of players. They both want the ball in their hands the whole game. I but wonder it's starting to kind of, they're kind of both starting to let each other give have the up, ball. Yeah. Give it up more and pass it around more. But right now, let me see what they're... I think, I think they're fourth in the West, but let me check just to make sure. They're yeah. fifth in the West, but they have been good. Westbrook and Harden have um, been pretty good. Harden's averaging 35.7 points a game. Number one in the league. What about Har- or, um, Westbrook? Let me look at Westbrook. I believe he's probably in the... I don't think he's only in the 20s, but I could be wrong. Oh, he's 26.4. Jeez. So he's kind of showing their... 50 s- points from, like, two guys. They're splitting They're splitting the time with the that's ball. That's good, though. Like, that's... I bet that that's what they were hoping for in, um, in Houston. Yeah, exactly. And they're both number nine and number 11 in the league for assists. Westbrook averages 7.4. Harden averages 
Yeah. So that's pretty good. And yeah, and lastly, we got uh, probably about 10, 16, because we try to get it around a minute or an hour and six minutes. So we'll, we'll quick fire through the baseball here. Uh, the, the Boston Red Sox here are reportedly closing in on a decision for a Mookie Betts trade that they say will happen within the next few days. I'm excited. I hope it yeah. happens soon. I'm excited to see who he goes to. Blue Jays? No, it's not going to happen. But the Dodgers and Padres apparently are the leaders in these rumors. I think if either of them get them, it's going to make them I think I can way see, better. I can see both teams making a good deal. They both them. have very good farm systems. Yeah. So, I mean, they got lots of young guys. Lots of prospects and stuff. I can see it happening for either team. I think... Based on star power and like I think for like value and what which team has more, I think I can see the Dodgers maybe getting it first. I think so too, but you never know. Yeah, you never really know with uh, with baseball and especially like with signings and stuff like that. Yeah, it's very like hit or miss. Like it's very hard to predict exactly who's gonna get who. But yeah, uh, unfortunately, we for it's not really that sad news, but uh, Chris Bryant lost his uh, his grievance with the Chicago Cubs. Um, as a, as a result, he will become a free agent after the 2021 season. It's kind of too bad because I think that's a way for him to get more money, right? Yeah, exactly. And it's too bad because it's like it's. I think it was for days of service or something like that. And yeah. He was one day short or something. Oh, he was that sucks. One day short or one game short of um of winning the grievance. So um, it is really too bad. We we really like Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant is like one of my favorite players in fantasy. Yeah, he, well, he hasn't been that good in the last couple of years, but like maybe what yeah. three years ago he was one of the best players. He won MVP one year. Yeah, he did win MVP one year. And it was four years ago. He's a pretty solid guy. He can heat up at any time. He was pretty hot at some points last year. Oh yeah. Yeah. So um, so we we hope that Chris Bryant figures it like figures out his problems next year and hopefully get. Oh, I just thought it would be a cool episode to do closer to like the MLB fantasy draft season. We do make like we do a whole draft episode just about our rankings, like, ho- like who busts, you pick. busts, yeah. like guys who are in front of nowhere. Like we should do a whole, we could do a whole special about that if you guys want. Yeah, I think it'd be a cool idea. I mean, like I don't know, I love doing fantasy. It's fantasy fun to talk stuff. about. It is fun to talk about, yeah, and fa- especially fantasy football. When that comes back, that'll be a big conversation that we can. Any have. of them, like next next year when we do our hockey pool. I mean. Hockey playoffs for fantasy are soon, no? Well, I mean, our, you're, they are pretty soon, yeah. But in the one league we're in, it's just like winner takes. It's just like all continuous. It's like season. a soccer table, kind of. That's how, like, like that's what, like we have soccer fans listen to this. It's like whoever's the highest in the standings at the end of the season wins the championship. Yeah, that's 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 how it works in our soccer league. Sorry, I'm moving the mic a little bit. Um, that's kind of how it works in soccer, but uh. But yeah, like our, our fantasy league is still. I li- I don't like it as much. I like the matchups better. Really, I kind of like it like this. Really, I think it's fun. Yeah, it is interesting to see somebody. It's a good mix to have because I've got two other leagues that are matchups, not matchup based. But this is the yeah. only one that's not. We actually had like four signings this week that were actually pretty interesting. Firstly, Pablo Sandoval, pretty oh, yeah. older guy. He agreed to a minor league deal back with the San Francisco Giants. He's older. He's a good veteran to have around. Yeah, a good guy to talk to. Like the he young used guys. to be a very good hitter, but not not so much anymore. But yeah, maybe he can come in as a pinch hit every once in a while. Maybe yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe start the odd of days. yeah start the odd game. Yeah, I mean he's not really in the best shape, but yeah, another one is uh, the Kansas City Royals signing a minor league deal with Greg Holland. 
Yeah, I'm kind of. Sh- I'm not really shocked, but he used to play he's for old. Kansas, didn't he? Yeah, a I while think ago. he did. Yeah, when he started his career, and then he went to Arizona, and now yeah, he's back. He was on fire in Arizona. I used to. I used I'm, to I'm kind of surprised by only a minor league deal. I thought he'd maybe get a few million, but he is a bit older now. Yeah, that's the only thing I guess with him. But I mean, he's still a good, good, good relief pitcher. Can yeah. he be a closer? I don't know. He could be a good guy to kind of throw in near the end of the lineup, maybe be a guy before the, like the Be the eighth inning guy. Yeah, like a relief pitcher. Like be the setup man, I guess. Yeah. Um, I had a really interesting note here for a signing here. Gold Glover winner Yalmer Sanchez signed a minor league deal with the San Francisco Giants when he actually had major league deals sent to him. Like he actually had major league deals available, but he signed a minor league deal because apparently he said that he wanted to – um, go for like the roster spot and try to compete for the Giants' second base spot. Wow. Yeah. I, I thought, didn't hear I that story. I thought that was interesting. That's kind of surprising. And like for the Giants, they're kind of a young, upcoming team. Yeah, I think they might they might be a wild card team this year. They yeah. could be if everything goes well. I think maybe next year. I don't know about this. Yeah, season. I don't, I don't think this year either. But I mean, like they just lost Mad Bum, which is a pretty big hit. Yeah. Like I don't know, they have to build build their build their young guys up. Yeah, they got a lot of young guys from trades and stuff like that. And I think they got a lot a lot of young guys from the Mad Bum trade, right? Oh yeah, with from Arizona. Yeah, they, yeah, def- they definitely. No wait, no, he didn't. He didn't get traded. They, they, Arizona oh, he signed. signed. He signed. Yeah, he signed. Yeah, he signed. Yeah, but um, but yeah, like I thought that was a pretty good deal. Uh, Mitch Moreland, who was pretty good for the Red Sox, he re-signed for a one-year deal, reportedly for three mil. So not a bad deal for the Red Sox. Yeah, he's a good hitter. I like him. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a decent hitter. He's kind of like uh, like Steve Pierce. Him and uh, Mitch kind of like they kind of switch with like um, what is that called? Like getting hot and having like streaks. Yeah, so that's a good one-two punch there in Boston. Yeah, they got a really good um, kind of like core of just guys that are kind of consistent hitting. It's just that they're spending too much money. Yeah, a little I bit too much guys. money. Yeah, and that's why they're obviously trading um, Mookie. So they're trading Mookie bets, but uh, but yeah, and then we have a pretty pretty funny injury here. I wanted to tell you about this uh, secretly. So uh, all-star third baseman, um, I don't know what to say his first name. You know what, uh, Suarez Suarez on the Reds. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I don't actually know what to say. His oh, first in the name. pool, he hurt himself in the pool or something. Yeah, he underwent surgery to remove cartilage from his right shoulder on Tuesday after suffering an injury in a swimming pool accident. Yeah, and apparently he's gonna miss the start of the season. Yeah, his name's Eugenio Suarez. I yeah, Eugenio. Uh, yeah, sorry. Eugenio. I, I was looking at it and I didn't really know how to pronounce it. Eugenio. Yeah, Eugenio Suarez yeah. or Suarez, Suarez. But um, that's kind of funny. Like, how I does that, that even a shoulder? Because he jumped or something, hit the side of the pool. I don't know. Yeah, like I don't know how you you like I get like like a head right, like it'd be like hit your head. Yeah, but I mean, you land something weird. I don't know. Yeah, like, I, I really don't know how I else you could do it. I thought that was confusing. A shoulder injury. Yeah, I'm kind of. Yeah, I heard them like pool, they didn't really get into specifics, but I just saw like, he got injured by a pool. I'm like, that's interesting. Yeah, that's I thought that fun. was kind of. It's kind of funny. Yeah, I was like, yeah, maybe he was going in for a dive or something, and uh, then the hit, shallow hit end. the shoulder on. I yeah, don't know, maybe on the maybe ground. The steps, the stairs. Yeah, the maybe pool. the stairs. He fell on the know. stairs. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was so funny though for for something like that to happen to a like an MLB player. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, we have a big trade. We had Starling Marte. Um, get traded to the Arizona Diamondbacks w- along with cash considerations in exchange for high-end prospects and 250000 in international slot money. That's yeah. Kind of for, like, international yeah, international players. Yeah. Prospects and stuff like that. I guess it's a good move by the Diamondbacks. They got Eduardo Escobar and Ket- Ketel, Mar- Ketel Marte. Yeah, yeah. So they already have a Marte, so this is num- Marte Ketel number Marte. two. Yeah, so Marte, I mean, now Marte. You get, now you got three solid players, so I mean... 
They could be a decent team next year. I don't know. If, I They're don't know usually what, good. I don't know about playoffs, but they could. Well, they got Baumgartner now, right? They got Baumgartner. They have Robbie Ray still, I believe. Yeah. So I, I think they got some pretty good guys back for Zach Greinke. That was a trade. That, that was a trade that was, uh, to get rid of. Greinke. That was a good trade. Zach Greinke's not what he used to be. Yeah, still good. I think good, that they got pretty good prospects for him. I think the Diamondbacks will be a wild card team this year. Yeah, and then last but not least, I think this is probably the biggest baseball story right now. There was kind of hints of this in the news. It's not totally confirmed. But Francisco Lindor and Corey Seager have been mentioned in trade rumors recently where a blockbuster trade almost happened, actually, where the Dodgers would have gotten Lindor, the Cincinnati Reds would have got Corey Seager, and the Indians would have received a cluster of prospects. This was this would have been a three-team deal. That would have been a big trade. It would have been a three-team deal, but it fell through ultimately. But uh, recently the Reds have expressed uh, interest for just Lindor straight up, but they've been having issues with Lindor because of his contract. Yeah, he's kind of saying, oh, nobody wants me to – well, nobody wants to pay the money to me that I deserve. That's basically what he's saying. It's yeah. like – he Kay. makes a lot. I think he makes two hundred million. And last year already. he had, he had a down year last year. He didn't have the same type of season as he usually yeah. does. So I mean, like, why are you squawking? Just take I your think money. He came back. I can't totally remember. I remember that at the start of the year. Yeah, he was really. He bad. was bad. He came back from an injury. Yeah. I so I mean, that could be it. But yeah. still, like, I can't remember if he fired up at the end of the year. Did he? I think he did. He finished with like I think in the eighties for RBIs. I can't remember. So I mean, he wasn't. Yeah. I think I don't think he was top ten for RBIs or home runs. So I mean, like. He can that still would base be a hell of a deal, though. If the Reds get him too, that means Mustakas Lindor. Lindor. Yeah, that would have been that would have been scary. I think that would have probably nulled um, the rumors for them to get um, Mookie Betts. Actually, no, they could have gotten Mookie Betts. I don't too. know. The Dodgers. The Dodgers have That's money. That's a lot of money that you're putting. But the Dodgers do have a lot of money too. They're kind of like the Yankees, where they can kind of afford anybody they would like. Yeah, like but imagine that outfield. You have Cor- Cody Bellinger, Mookie Betts. But Cody Bellinger plays first usually. Yeah, yeah, he sometimes plays first. He, I, I've seen him play outfield. He does play outfield the odd time. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, like those, like those are some interesting deals. It'll be interesting to see where those go. Yeah, I'm very, I'm kind of, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of excited for these next couple of weeks because like it's gonna have to have to happen sooner than later. Yeah. So, yeah. the next month. Yeah, we were gonna talk about hockey fantasy, but we are kind of at the end of our podcast here. Maybe next week we can fit it in. Next Maybe week. next week, next week there probably won't be much football to talk about. So. Oh yeah, football is kind of basically. It'll open up more room for hockey, basketball, and baseball, I guess. Yeah, we didn't talk about the NFL honors, but. Uh, I mean, everybody kind of saw who won. We kind of. We got some of the predictions right. We got most of them right. We got comeback player right. Defensive, defensive player. Defensive player right. Offensive player, we said Michael Thomas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we did say Michael Thomas. Uh, MVP, we said Lamar Jackson, obviously. Yeah. So I mean, I think we got like most of them right. I picked Patrick Mahomes for the MVP, but oh, I, I picked I picked Jackson. He got one MVP award this year. That's, yeah, just yeah. just not the right he one. He got the better one, I think. But uh, but yeah, and then um, I think the only ones that we didn't talk about were the rookie, um, players of the year. So offensive was oh yeah, we forgot. Tyler. Yeah, we didn't we didn't guess those. Yeah, we didn't we, guess. <laughs> we those. forgot. I mean, obviously, I think we would have guessed who the winners were. Like, Kyler Murray was uh, the winner for Offensive Rookie of the Year, and then defensive was Nick. Obvious, obviously. I think, obviously, we would have picked those two anyway. Yeah, but, I mean, who else would there really be in that conversation? Debo Samuels, maybe, for Offensive yeah. Rookie, but other than that, I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, um, J- uh, Josh Allen from the the Jags. Oh, yeah. He had a killer. He Josh Jacobs. Sacks. Josh Jacobs and the Raiders yeah, for, for Offensive. offensive yeah. yeah. I, I almost would have made a case for Josh Allen to beat Nick Bosa because he had more sacks. Yeah? He did have more sacks. But I think Nick season. Bosa was a bigger impact player. 
Yeah, yeah, I think and he more of it, he's already it. becoming a bit of a leader, which is kind of surprising yeah, of a rookie at that young age. Like when you look at the guy, you think he's probably like a tw- he's like a fifth, sixth year veteran, but he's a first year rookie. When you watch yeah. him play, how skilled he is and how quick he is off the snap, it's insane. And he's so much like his brother, which is scary. Uh, but his I heard that unreal. I heard that Joey Bosa might come to the 49ers and team up. That with would him. be crazy. Imagine Joey and Nick Bosa on the is same team. Is he a team. free agent? I, can't I think he is. Oh, so maybe. And the Chargers aren't looking very good. So that would be actually kind of fun. Like if you had your brother on your team. I, I mean, it could be bad fun. too. Yeah, could be bad. I mean, I th- brothers I fight. I think it could. I could go either way, but I think it'd be it would work good. I mean, you're in a workplace setting, so I mean. Yeah. I don't know though. But yeah, guys, we're uh, we're at a pretty good time here. I think we can sign you off. Yep. Yep. But uh, but yeah, guys, follow us uh, at the Heat Sports Podcast on Instagram. All one word and all lowercase. Yeah, you guys can hit us up on our email at the well, it's at. No, let's just do DMs. DMs are easier. Yeah, you sure. guys can just do DMs um, on Instagram. If you guys want to email us, our email is at. Um, it's like it's it's at our Instagram. You guys can check it out there. It is the Heat Sports Podcast at gmail.com If you guys want to send us suggestions. You guys can DM us, too. You guys can comment on our, our posts and stuff. Yeah, we've been more active posting stories. Yeah, we post stories and stuff. We had our predictions and stuff. Yeah, news and stuff that happens Yeah, we got some news. It's usually just reposts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's usually just reposts. But, um, but yeah, like, um, oh man, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, like, just definitely just follow us there. We'll, uh, we'll be posting stuff there. We'll be posting the Heat plays where we, uh, we post some clips of us playing. Um, oh, I was gonna say, um, if you guys, uh, if you guys want to shout out on the show, uh, just comment what we played at the start of this episode. Yeah, Last, guess the song. Yeah, guess the song before um, Noah's little brother Seamus at Seamus noticed on Instagram. He guessed it was forty four more. And he was right. He was right. He was correct. That was for our second episode. So uh, guess what the start of this episode's one is in the comments on any recent post, and you guys will get a shout out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, guys. Thank you so much uh, for listening. I feel like we should get more of a sign-off. Like we should have like one thing that we say at the yeah. end of every. I don't even know what it could be, but we'll think about it for next week. Yeah, we'll think about it. We'll we'll go back to the drawing boards and we'll, oh, yeah. we'll think about brainstorm. it. Brainstorm. Yeah, we'll brainstorm it. But uh, yeah, guys, thank you for listening, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see you guys next week. Yep. Take care. Where's where's the stop button? Okay. Okay. Bye, guys. See you later.